Hey everybody, welcome to continue watching. My name is Anton. Ah, oh, this is Tyler. I am Tway Power. And today we are watching Death on the Nile. This is a movie that came out just this hot few days ago. It's a hot minute. It's been out that long. Uh, it's Dang. currently... <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> you can find it uh, available online at HBO. So if you have an HBO Max subscription, you can go ahead over there to watch this film. A quick description... Uh, I'll go ahead and name that off real fast. While on vacation on the Nile, uh, Hercule Perrault <laughs> must investigate the murder of a young heiress. That's it? Yeah, that was that was the description. Yeah. Wow, seemed like a lot more happened in the movie. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It was like nothing happened. It took her an hour and 20 minutes to die. That's true. I feel like this movie wasn't... <clears throat> mystery enough which I, I didn't even know that this was a sequel to murder on the oriental uh, orient express not oriental express i didn't like that one either so far it's over two on these uh agatha christie adaptations i didn't see the other one my problem with that one is just the orient express itself you want to hear the it's kind of cool right Tr kind of like this but on a train. Almost, but on a train. But yeah, closed room, right? Could only be one of ten people who did the killing. And then in the Orient Express, guess what? Who it was? All of them. Ugh. Yeah, it was pretty, Clue. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty dumb twist. But uh, yeah, in this one, I just it it feel like it took so long to get to the murder mystery, and then they did, didn't really even focus on the murder mystery. I didn't feel like a whodunit, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we kind of... <laughs> we had a funny conversation about that. It obviously was not going to be any of the marginalized characters, so that really narrowed down who could be guilty. Yeah, that's true. I, I figured it almost immediately. I'm, I'm proud of myself to say. Just because... It's like when she showed up, I guess, when she's like, oh, she's got a ticket. There's nothing I can do. And it's like, oh, shit. It's him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I don't take credit fully because I just abandoned it two seconds later after making the guess. But, I mean, I guessed the husband pretty quick. It's always the husband. That's like the rule number one. Husband's fucking dude. Husbands suck. And it's Army Hammer. I'm surprised he didn't even eat her. <laughs> I don't know. My first guess was the maid, but I was quickly denied that satisfaction. Someone who lives in poverty killing the rich? How cliche. I know. Right? I know. And listen, I feel like, and I'm usually not like a don't force racism in places. You know what I mean? Like racial overtones belong in some stuff. I don't know if they belong in like murder mysteries. I feel like the mom should have been not okay because she's a racist. Like, that should have been the real reason. It's like, well, why don't you approve of her? Because. Because, because why, mom? It was kind of a driving point of the movie. Yeah. I can see where you're, like, where you're coming from. Um, and that I definitely agree that that 
angle could have been more interesting than the one we had. I feel like the mom is like, well, it's because she's (coughs) black (coughs) and not just, well, because I don't like her. She's not from the town that we're from. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like racism light. <laughs> like she was being a racist. They just didn't want to say it. Yeah. You know? I feel like we missed out on some of the character stuff. Like, up until they get on the ship, we didn't need any of that. And it's cool they brought Boke back, but he's not in the book. He didn't need to be part of the movie. <laughs> don't worry, dude. He dies. I know, and it was such a a pivotal a pivotal moment for him to die. So, I guess that's yep. the 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 price for fame. Dude, honestly, what a chump! I can't even say words when he's shot in the neck. Yeah, that's true. I guess he's. I think my biggest problem, or the, I shouldn't say problem. The biggest thing about this movie I disliked was Rosalie. Uh. Otterbottom, it doesn't tell me her full last name. Letita Wright? Letitia? Oh, Letitia? I don't know how to pronounce that name. The one from Black Panther. The new new Black Panther. Letit? Yeah, the... I really fucking didn't like how that character was like, I'm still mad at you, Hercule. Whoa. I just kind of... You said nothing but nice things about me. I know. I think that she's just kind of... I don't know if she's a bad actress, but I don't think she did a good job in this role. Some some scenes were good, others were not. I'd say it's just like a okay. What it's, were you going to say, Anton? Um, I can't remember, but uh, I do have something else. But I mean, it, it, as far as good acting goes, hell, I thought freaking Russell Brand was like the star of the freaking show. Honestly, it's easy to forget that he's Russell Brand. I know, and I was thinking the entire time, I'm like, because I, I watched it with uh, Lex, and I'm just like, um, I think that's Russell Brand. She's like, no. And I looked it up, and I'm like, holy shit. So, yeah. I mean, freaking uh, 10 out of 10 performance, I think, right there for Russell Brand alone. Yeah, dude. Dr. Ludwig fucks in this movie. <laughs> in a mud hut, it sounds like. <laughs> Does that mean up the ass? I guess it could, yeah. I guess it could. I just the cast of characters was big. I just feel like we didn't get to know them. I feel like we wasted so much time on the setup to the murder and less time on any of the murder itself, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the and the big reveal too at the end, I just feel like it was maybe overdone. I just didn't think it, they tried to make it bigger than it really was. Like, to me, it, it did not blow me away. Like, it ain't no knives out. Let's just say that uh, when I <laughs> when I compare it to to murder mysteries, I think freaking knives out is probably the best one I've ever seen. And this one did not come close to that. It wasn't as. Well, obviously it wasn't as fun. It's a very different vibe. Mm. But yeah, I would watch Knives Out over this any day. And I, I wonder, like, I, I could see how it could have been done better if we would have dwelled on the mystery at all. It's like, who could have done it? Instead of being like, well, we know none of these people did it. It's probably the stupid husband. Did anybody believe for a second it was the, did you guys believe for a second it was the cousin? No, not at all. Who is the cousin? 
The one that like, yeah, and then he the one that knocked like that rock off of the cliff. Their cousins. Yes, he was her cousin. Yeah. The uh, let me pull him up. The one that had like maybe the Indian five... actor and model who primarily appears in Hindi films. <laughs> yeah, the one that had like That's five five lines. Yeah, the guy who pushed the rock. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I thought he was a businessman. That's well, a that's well. A, lawyering is big, his business. Yeah, cousin big, lawyer. Uh, <laughs> big family. Okay. What were we talking about him? Just did you believe for a second? Any he was the. Did you think that anybody else could have done it? Truly. No, I feel like with with movies like this and. This is probably me, well, definitely me just talking out my ass because this is the first movie like this I've seen. But it's like, when did he ever question the husband? Not until the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to be one of the people he questions, really. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I really just felt it was super anticlimactic because the figurative smoking gun was that there was paint on a handkerchief. That's true. He said, the paint turned pink and two people, or one person committed a murder-suicide. Yeah. I wanted Poirot to uh, shoot both of them. (laughs) Just executioner style. And then push them into the Nile. That would have been cooler. I wanted to see the woman who definitely was a madam at some point before she started singing the blues execute those two honkies. (laughs) (laughs) you can't use that word that's all a word it's exactly i'm the only one who can use it you guys i guess well anton you're greek i don't know if that counts yeah i couldn't say i couldn't say let's let's hear you say it say a racial slur no no poopy head (laughs) you shit ass there we go that's good poop ass thank you Shit butt is what you were trying to say. No, I'm pretty sure it was shit followed by ass. It's like the, you know, what came before, you know, the, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> the shit or the ass. I heard someone <laughs> do a big question um, on my road trip is when you hear a really bad song, think what came first, the music or the lyrics? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> Did you guys know that... Sorry, I know this is off topic. I just saw it. <laughs> On April 1st, Lay's, the po- company that does potato chips, released a uh, a joke, and all it said was Joe Biden has died. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know who else who died? Like, I don't know, dude. If I, if I knew that my wife that I was going to kill hired a super detective... Because she didn't feel safe, maybe I would hold off on committing the murder until he wasn't around. <laughs> Are you kidding me, coward? Challenge that super <laughs> detective, dude. Yeah, I like a good challenge. Challenge the feathered mustache. His mustache. Did we need a backstory for his mustache or for? There's just so many decisions in this movie. I just don't agree with. <laughs> I feel like I did, because the whole time I was wondering. Where the hell did his scar go? Uh, I mean, obviously, the, not talking about the part 
behind the stash, but I thought it like wrapped around his whole face too. Yeah, it was bigger in the first one. So I felt cheated by a mustache. Yeah, I wanted to see. I need a mustache like that that can hide literally anything. <laughs> you could grow if any of us could grow one. It would be you. Oh, True. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd beat me for sure. How long do you think it takes him to grow or to uh, not grow, but um, like style the mustache? Uh, I would just hope it was natural. <laughs> they don't. I guess they don't show it in this one, but in the Murder on the Orient Express, he has like a sleeping mask. But instead of a sleeping mask, it's like a mold for his mustache that he puts on every night. Ugh. I don't know if he just like waxes it and then puts that on and it just comes out perfect. So it's the mustache equivalent of putting rollers in your hair at night. Yeah, it's weird. So, fuck you guys. Um, what? What do you guys like about this movie? I like Kenneth Branagh as an actor. I feel like he was the right type of ridiculous. He helped produce the movie too. He directed, directed it. Well. What about you, Anton? Honestly, not a whole lot. R- really, I thought. Yeah. That- Hoping you would like. Is it because it was a police? I didn't like police and murder stuff. Well, I mean, I just think it. it, The main thing is just it really lacked the wow factor. So it it's just the the story wasn't too gripping. The um only acting that I thought was superb was again Russell Brand, and then yeah, it's just it didn't. Give me much to desire. Understand that. It, I was would have been fine. I would have been fine if, it, if I walked away in the middle of it. You know what I mean? It was never like a. I've got to watch the end of it. Yeah. Never something I was uh, just so interested in. I was gonna die. But I do like murder mysteries a lot. I was a little spoiled, maybe because I've been watching so much Columbo. Bro, grow up. Let's look up when Columbo came out. 1971, I believe. Columbo. Oh, I've seen memes about this. It's on Amazon Prime. It's fantastic. Each episode was like more like a made-for-TV movie because Peter Falk didn't want to commit to being in something long-term because he, he was a film actor. Mm-hmm. And so instead, they would only come out monthly, and so they were longer. But like the shortest one's like 95 minutes long. Mm, that's fun. And it's done in a different way where the first 20, 30 minutes actually follows the killer. Like you find out who the killer is and how and why they killed somebody early on. And the rest of the time is just Columbo finding out. Or I don't know, getting to them to admit it. He's kind of like a super detective where he kind of just shows up and knows. And then he annoys people into confessing. Yeah, I've seen that. It's called Monk. Yeah, Monk. No, yeah, dude. Monk used uh, Columbo as like a template, except for he doesn't have the hokey OCD crutch to be shitty and mean. He's just super polite all the time to people. Dude, don't talk about Monk like that. I've never been a huge fan, but then again, I've never watched enough Monk to like be something else. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I don't even know where I could watch Monk. I've seen enough Monk to know that you're talking about a crime detective show. And that's about it. <laughs> I have not seen a single episode of Monk. 
And it was on USA, and people seem to really like Tony Shalhoub's performance as Adrian Nunk. But... Do you know what would be funny? No. If we were what? somehow Mandela'd into thinking that the monk we're all talking about is the same monk as everyone else's monk, <laughs> but everyone else remembers monk being a literal like Tibetan monk. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, by the way, where you can find Monk to watch if you really want to, uh, it's on Amazon Prime, as well as Peacock. Oh, well, maybe I'll give it a watch. Later, when I'm done watching Columbo. <laughs> Ten whole seasons, dude. Of Monk? Of Columbo. Oh, yeah, dude. And they're all pretty good. He always has guest stars. And they're usually pretty, pretty solid things. Does he ever have Joe Pesci on? Um, I don't think so, but maybe. I mean, Columbo continued up until, like, 2000, I think was the last one time something came out. Yeah. He wanted oh, to return in 2000... Old. He wanted to return in, like, 2012. Or not 2008, but he got dementia pretty bad and couldn't do it. Hey, I knew he looked familiar. I've he's seen him grand- in one other movie. Yep. He's the gr- grandpa from Princess Bride. Damn, he's in the movie next with Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is so great. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that movie. We should go see it. We really do. Is it out yet? Uh, uh, I don't know. A week or so, I think. Let me. But I, I like. Uh, Hercule Poirot. Yeah, I dig him. I am so bad at saying his name. Noir Poirot. Poro, Poro, not <laughs> Puerto Rico, Hercule Puerto Rico. Wow, wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. That's what it sounds like anytime anyone speaks French. Yeah, French is my least favorite language to hear. Next <laughs> to, it's it's second only to Southern American. Really, even more yeah. than British. You you hate that more than British? Yes. <laughs> oh. And I don't dislike French people. I just really don't like the way their language sounds. It sounds like they're making <laughs> fart noises. It's like they don't know how to talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but the uh, Nicolas Cage movie, I believe, comes out this week. Um, around on the 13th. Cool. So, 13th, 14th. Oh shit, that's in two days. Yeah. <laughs> he did an AMA and someone asked him what the hardest role he had to prepare for was. <laughs> he said, honestly, uh, Nicolas Cage, playing Nicolas Cage in, in The Talent. It's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. And, <laughs> According to this ad I just saw. And it's a, a 8.7 on IMDb, which is a, a good more than two points higher than this movie, Death on the Nile. I'm wild. That's wild. I want to see... He said that the movie he's most proud of that he's done is... There was one with Martin Scorsese. Not Martin Scorsese. Maybe it was Scorsese. But one called Pig. You guys heard of that? Oh, um, I've seen the the posters to it. I haven't seen any trailer or anything like that, though. It came out last year. He's a truffle hunter. He lives alone in Oregon. He returns to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after it was kidnapped. And it's like a hardcore bloody revenge story. (laughs) Mm. But apparently it's really good. Yeah, pig is a seven on IMDb. Still higher than death on the Nile. (laughs) Yep. I was, I was watching, or I was reading the rest of the AMA and stuff, and he was talking about 
He's like, yeah, I've done so many movies in the last few years because I needed to get out of debt, but never once did I phone it in. And he's the only person, I believe, saying stuff like that. You know, it makes me happy for him. I mean, not that he was in debt, but... Hmm. Does he have an Oscar? Yeah, he won one for Leaving Las Vegas. So him and... Uh... uh oh, shit. Uh, what the fuck is his name? I don't know. Uh, too many snakes on my plane. Sam Jackson? Yeah. They both have one Oscar? Yep. Wow. Good for them, I guess. But... Well, uh, I think he... <laughs> um, Never mind, a different thing. It was like a special recognition, but that was something else. So, looks like he's won a few things across, like throughout the his career, but... If saying that Oscars are the 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 highest, then yeah, it's just the leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, they are the. <laughs> He's been nominated twice though for Best Actor. The other one was for Adaptation, which is just a wild film. You guys heard about that film? I have not. Uh-uh. No. Oh, let me let me just read to you the summary real fast. Written by Charlie Kaufman, who is the star of the so Nicholas Cage Cage plays Charlie Kaufman, who is the writer of this movie. So the movie is about the writer trying to write a movie, but it's about himself. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's I don't, like I said. Let me let me look up somebody because somebody has written this down in a way that makes more sense what I'm trying to say. I think you've told me about this movie. Yeah, so it's. The guy who wrote the screenplay made himself the main character, and it's about him struggling to adapt a movie or a book called The Orchid Thief. So it's a, a movie that is an adaptation of him trying to do an adaptation of a book into a movie based on himself, and he also invented a fake twin for and that Nicolas Cage plays the fake twin as well. It's That weird. sounds convoluted. It's, it's, really, it's a weird movie to watch. Because it definitely flies off the handles and gets crazy. And what's it called? It's called Adaptation. Hmm. It's got an 8.2, basically, an 83 on Metacritic. It's, it's kind of strange. So when are we watching it? I think I've already picked my movie, so you could. What? Yeah, and it was all... This whole mo- So, like I said, he wrote this movie. He was supposed to write a movie about the Orchid Thief, but instead he wrote a movie about him trying to write a movie about the Orchid Thief. That's too much. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You better (laughs) stop it. All right, you're right. If he ever makes another movie about trying to write a book, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) Yeah. Leaving Las Vegas is... You guys should watch that. I've heard nothing but good things whenever someone brings it up. Yep. Just about a dude who uh, loses everything because he's an alcoholic. So he decides to go to Las Vegas and drink himself to death. As he falls in love with a uh, prostitute. Who he's hired to hang out with him but not have sex with him. What's the uh, Las Vegas movie that has um, Robert Downey... Not Robert Downey Jr. Um... Oh, I think it's like self-loathing in Vegas or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, self-loathing. Honey Depp's in it. 
Johnny Depp, that's the name. <laughs> Whenever I hear it, I think it, it, I keep thinking of that movie. But, uh, <laughs> greatest, I definitely want to start maybe seeing Leaving Las Vegas now, though, because it has a actor called Richard Lewis in it, which is in one of the best comedies ever have to be made, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> And he plays Prince John. It's so great. I do love that guy. <laughs> yeah, Robin Hood and Men in Tights is literally the best comedy ever made. Hands down. I'll fight you. I, we could definitely fight, but uh, I do enjoy it. A lot. Best comedy ever made, huh? Yep. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's what that show is called. Yeah, the Robin Hood Men in Tights is a Mel Brooks movie as well, so you already know what what to expect with it being a Mel Brooks. I don't. I don't. Who's that? Oh, Mel Brooks is he pretty much kind of pioneered the uh, parody movies, uh, parody comedies, um, basing comedies off of other shows. Um, for example, there is one that he has called like High Anxiety, which is just a, a compilation of uh, comedies based on Alfred Hitchcock movies. Um, yeah, he also did Young Frankenstein, which is of course oh, just off of and the, yeah and the producers and stuff like that. That guy. Yes. Yep. So I didn't know are... he did Men in Tights. I like Men in Tights a lot. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you probably have heard the one of the best lines is that Prince John, the uh, Richard Lewis, is talking to like the witch, and he's like, uh, "Like, what's your last name? Latrine." He's like, uh, <laughs> "We changed it though. Like, you changed it to Latrine." He's like, "It's better than shit house." <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave Chappelle's uh, in Rumba and Men in Tights. <laughs> Yeah, he is. I uh, he's in. Um, you said his name was Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis, yes. He was, I think, the speaking voice for Jack Skellington in um, I remember before Christmas. But he is in a TV show called Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I hope mm -hmm. you guys like Seinfeld. Because Curb Your Enthusiasm is just Seinfeld, but with real life people and swear words. <laughs> Then the the best uh, is uh, the main actor of Robin Hood Men in Tights, uh, Carrie Elwes, who is in um, the Princess Bride. That's probably the one you'll rec anybody would recognize him the most off of. Hell yeah, bro! As you wish. He was in Saw as well. Yeah, and he had a bummer day the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saw takes place on uh, September 10th, 2001. Yeah. All right. Say you did go through the Saw ordeal and then <clears throat> the the Twin Towers happened. Would it be a big deal to you? I think, yeah, of course. One of the biggest days in American history, in world history. Yeah, but you just got done with one of the biggest days of most people's lives. Hey, never forget. The Alamo? Oh yeah, Cthulhu. You're a cowboy at heart. Yeah. I'm gonna meet him high noon. I'm gonna gun your cat down in the street. Dude. He's too agile. Too quick. He brought a knife to a gunfight, and he's throwing it. <laughs> Good thing I learned how to catch. Yeah, same here. Dummy. We all did. Baseball in a mitt. Not with knives. 
Hmm. I'll keep that in mind. You know what? I'm teaching Cthulhu how to shoot a gun. Just for you. Alright. <laughs> Better teach him how to aim, too. Hope you've got time. Hey, speaking of that, you know what I've been thinking about this weekend? Uh, hmm. That fight in uh, Snake Eater where the end just dies. Because <laughs> you waited too long to fight him? Yeah. He just says... Is that what he says, Cthulhu? You don't know. Doesn't. Kind of talking to his ass right now. Cat's a fool. What a school dumbass. Do you know who should have gone to school? Hmm. Um, Simon Dole. He should have gone to How to Get Away with Murder School. <laughs> he was I'm... caught. Oh, his name was Simon, huh? Yeah, Army Hammer. I love Army Hammer. I do. I think he's a good actor. And it's like, is he abusive? And a monster and possibly a cannibal. It's like, yeah, I'd look past that as long as he just kept being in movies. Like, Harvey Weinstein was a monster, but I'm not going to not watch Lord of the Rings, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to not... I'm definitely not watching the Amazon Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with... I don't have any interest in the Lord of the Rings as a, any extended fiction. I've Ooh. done my time. I've read The Silmarillion. Did you understand it, though? No, that's why I have you guys to ask questions. I didn't. I didn't understand it. I just read think, it with my eyes. Do you think I actually read that shit? Did I mean, you? no. <laughs> so there you go. Hmm. All right, but serious question for Army Hammer, since you're kind of fanboying him a little. Would you say he did a better job in here or in The Lone Ranger? I actually think The Lone Ranger is a good movie. Oh, good. So, nice. Okay. I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed that movie, too. <laughs> I know it was a big flop, and part of... I don't know. It's dumb, for sure, but I love it like I love some of the Fast and Furious movies. So, I, uh... Yeah. I'm a big Army <laughs> Hammer fan. There's a cool movie called Free Fire that was kind of interesting. It has him and Brie Larson and a few other in it, and it, uh... It's a movie. It's like a couple hours long, but it's all takes place in one gunfight. I think so, you've told me about this. It's it was a good watch. It was it's it's kind of thrilling. Yeah, it all takes place. There's no flashbacks. It's just like the seven or eight people all participating in the same shootout. I mean, it definitely could have been shorter, but oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it has a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I like Army Hammer. I think he did a good job acting in this movie. I do. I, I think he wasn't given enough with the script to really work with it. But I think he was believable as I, I for a little bit, was buying that he loved the new wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it I don't think he did something um, or did anything that was like, dude, you're lame as hell. Yeah, I definitely didn't hate his performance. I think most most of the actors did a pretty good job. It wasn't like terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I blame the script. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Um, I'm definitely thinking that if they were able to make the story more, I guess, thrilling or suspenseful, it would would have done well. But it just did not fail that way. Yeah, I, I don't know. This movie was like five. Perfectly average. Yeah. 
I think I'd give it the same. Sounds like we're pretty much in consensus because I would, wouldn't even give it a thumbs up at all. Just, just bleh. I don't know, it makes me really kind of want to reconsider going back and watching the first one. Because I haven't seen the first one. I just ruined it for you. I, I get that. I mean, <laughs> I actually knew how it ended before you said that. But I mean, I haven't seen uh, really anything of the first one. So, just but even then, just taking this one into consideration... Uh, the first one I don't think would even really be any better. I like mystery movies, but this was not a mystery movie. This was a drama about a bunch of weirdos, and then 30 minutes left, it became a sort of mystery. Yeah. Well, now I'm just waiting for uh, Knives Out 2 to come out to, you know, show them how a sequel is done. <laughs> oh, boy. I think that could be... It might be good, but... I'm afraid it's going to just be bad. Right. It has a really high bar to, to reach. That's for sure. All right. What's next? That's a good what question. Next? <laughs> That's a good, good question. We're watching The Witcher Season 2. This oh, is shit. available on Netflix. It is a Netflix original, so you will need to have that to watch it. So go ahead and head on over to your Netflix and watch season two of The Witcher. While you're at it, go ahead and stop by all of our social medias. Let us know what you thought of Death on the Nile. Did you like it? Did you was it was it worthwhile? Huh? Was it worth two hours and seven minutes of your goddamn life? Huh? Barely. <laughs> well that's the kind of shit we would want to know so go ahead and you can find links to them at anchor.fm slash continue watching it's facebook instagram twitter youtube we need those likes follows and we definitely want to hear from you so go ahead and drop by but uh, go ahead and again watch the witcher season two on netflix and we will see you next time bye uh see ya